Hey there, Rebel Woman. One of my most favorite things is to interview brick and mortar business owners who are crushing it despite all the odds. This week, we have a very special guest. Let's get real. Can I just say, you're a rare find. Running a brick and mortar and juggling all of life's offerings, let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a Rebel Woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick-and-mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick-and-mortar. We're going to share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. And now, your host, Ms. Melissa Rose, who's such a rebel woman that she brushes her teeth way more times than the dentist recommends. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility. I am your host, Melissa Rose, and I'm super excited to be here and have you meet our guest this week. She is just lovely, and I know you are going to learn so much from her, and you are going to hear why her business is so successful and how she creates an amazing community and tribe, and you have a lot to learn from this awesome guest. But before we dive into that, I want to say welcome. We have a lot of new people listening to the podcast, and we hit a huge milestone in the download world of podcasting. First of all, I want to say thank you to all of you that have been listening and being consistent in listening and encouraging behind the scenes, but I also want to say a huge welcome to all of you who are new. I am a mom of five kids. For those of you that don't know, I have kids 17 down to eight, and yes, they are all mine, and it is busy. It is full on all over the board with football we're going to start going into. We have soccer. We have a little bit of hockey thrown in there. And then my oldest is on the dance team. And my second one is really into musicals and singing, all that stuff. So I get it. I get kids are busy, but then you have this beautiful passion project of your business and you love it. And it may as well be another kid because it takes a lot of time, energy, stamina, and all the things. So I have a brick and mortar business. It's a dance studio. We have two locations. I have a staff of 14. And it's fun, super fun in all the ways. So I get what it takes to run a brick and mortar business successfully so that you can have the time and freedom to do all the things with the kiddos. My oldest will be a senior this year. And I know just from seeing other families go through this huge milestone, yes, it's a milestone for them, but let's be real. It's a huge milestone for us as parents. And just knowing that this is the last year of high school and all the things that go with that. I want to be even more present. So I'm looking at my business and saying, what can I get off my plate even more? Or what can I streamline? Or what can I be smarter about? I'm always trying to be more present and get a little bit more time so I can be with those I love most. So that is what this podcast is about as well, as well as visibility, because I want you to be the only option in town for your industry. It's a great place to be when you are at that place. And we really focus on visibility strategies here. And I want you to leave 
leave every podcast where you can take something and apply it right away in your business. So that is my goal for you today. And you are going to get that with our beautiful guest today. Our guest today is the beautiful Lindsay Robison. She owns Lighthouse Yoga here in Hudson, Wisconsin. And what I just admire about her is her ability or her genuine gift of creating a beautiful community. It's been fun to watch her behind the scenes, but then I got to know her and it was just obvious that of course she has a beautiful community of people that are loyal and super supportive because of what she just radiates out. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a notebook and pen, and enjoy this interview with the beautiful Lindsay Robison. All right. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat. I ask everybody this, the first question, what did you want to be when you grew up, Lindsay? I wanted to be Britney Spears. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I wanted to be a singer and dancer and Yes, on stage. Honestly, that's that's kind of what my thing was. So yeah, singer, songwriter. So did you do any of that? Were you in music growing up? I was. Yes, I was. I always enjoyed dancing growing up and singing along to Disney movies and things. I always enjoyed and being in choir. But during high school, actually, I kind of entered into the musicals scene and musical theater. And that became a huge passion of mine. And I had already sang on my own and stuff, but that's kind of when I really fell in deep, deep love with music aside from choir and just being on stage. And yeah, I got really into uh, writing my own music and recorded demos and all this stuff. So it's kind of what I always thought of myself doing later in life. Yeah. <laughs> And it was fun to me. It was, it's still a big passion of mine, honestly. So tell everybody who you are, what you do and who you serve. I own Lighthouse Yoga and Fitness, founded that. We opened a couple years ago now in 2019. We're primarily a heated yoga studio, an awesome facility altogether, I think, community in Hudson, Wisconsin. It's been a ride and really, really pleased and happy with what we've turned into, which in all honesty, going back on writings, when you originally have like the vision of a, of a business in general, I guess I had a lot of things I wrote down and looking back on what I had envisioned this, this yoga studio to be when I first kind of was dreaming of it, realizing it has come to fruition and, and is truly everything you'd envisioned and imagined is something that's pretty pretty cool. We have a fantastic community. That might be one of the more fun pieces is just the community aspect. I want to dive into that because you genuinely have an amazing tribe. I've been in business 12 years and heard there was going to be this new yoga studio coming in and she's a mile from where I am. So I got to see this come to fruition. I got to see you out in the community and networking and doing your connections. And then I got to see how you rallied and did everything with COVID and you still had these huge classes. And I want to talk about your tribe and your community. So how did you create that? Or what do you think enabled that amazing tribe? Because there are a lot of yoga studios around, but you truly have set yourself apart and created this community of people. So how did you do that? Talk to our listeners on how you did that. I think going back to the initial vision was all based in community. 
And maybe that's because I felt that lacking in other places that I personally, and it's nothing against those places, but that I felt personally, I didn't feel that. I wanted to make sure that was fully deeply ingrained in our foundation. So even looking back at some of the visions that I would write and dream about initially, it was always community, community, community. And we can say that all we want, I think, but to like actually have that happen, I wouldn't have opened a yoga studio if I wasn't passionate about yoga. That being said, I can wholeheartedly say that my passion is people. I think people and my empathy for people is my deepest, deepest passion. Let me ask you this, because you didn't live in the community, so you're coming into a new area. I mean, you grew up here, you said until fourth grade, but Hudson's a small town and you have all these options. This podcast is a lot about visibility for brick and mortars. Okay. So I know you came to the high school dance team and led a conditioning class and my daughter raved about it. (laughs) So what were some other tactical strategies that you did to a create visibility, but then you also, just because of who you are, Lindsay, you created a vibe and energy that people wanted to be around. And then therefore you built that community. So what were some of those tactical things that you helped get yourself in front of people? Not being afraid of social media, utilizing some pieces of social, whether I knew what I was doing or not, getting out and talking to people. And I think just not being afraid to make those calls or relationships and putting yourself out there as a new, as a new person, as a new place. And not that you don't care what people think. I never think that that's the case either, but that you're willing to put yourself out there without fear of what other people have to necessarily say. I know I got a lot of questions about who was I and what was I doing in this community just because it is a small, a smaller community. And a lot of people want to know, where are you coming from? It was just my husband and I, I think that was another piece of it. Having him, who he has this full-time job on the side as well that keeps things going, but having his support and his help where he was able was a huge piece because I can do a lot, but I can't do everything myself. So those beginning stages of that were, were helpful. I was really, really adamant in the beginning about having the right team. And to me, they have been like ride or die amazing. And when I made sure in the very beginning that to me, my number one priority was culture and establishing a really strong culture from the start and making sure the right people that I was onboarding and bringing on embodied that culture. They didn't just talk it and they weren't just fantastic teachers, but they were that plus amazing humans. So many people hire on skill and they hire on experience. And when I work with my clients, we really go back to the core values of your business and what you want it to be because you can't be everything, but you want it to radiate from the inside out. And you were very intentional about that with your hiring. And that's a huge piece of why your community is so amazing It's because your people embody that, but you were super intentional about that. And I want you all to hear that because as small business owners, it's usually a smaller team. It's usually a few people that we have and to take the time to really know your people and make sure they're the right fit for your culture because that's everything. That's everything of getting people in your doors. You can teach them or coach them to be better if the skill level isn't there. That's coachable, but you cannot teach them how to be. I mean, just how they are. And I've had those tough conversations too, Lindsay, this year. That was really, it's just hard. It's hard. You don't ever want to let somebody go. You don't ever want to, but when it's infecting the team and the culture, it's deadly to our business. So let's set ourselves up with success 
by taking the time to get the right people on the team. All right. You've been through a lot in your, is it two years of business? (laughs) (laughs) It's been a wild ride and you're a mama, right? So tell us about your kiddo. Yeah, she will turn five tomorrow, which is unbelievable. Yeah, she's at the studio often, not as often as she used to be, but she does take part here and, you know, knows all the teachers and a lot of the community. And I'm sure she'll have memories growing up here. And hopefully it's instilling a lot of really good values and and work ethic and all the things that I hold really, really strong and dear to me. Being a mom and doing this, especially during those years of her life, I think at any age for a child, it's probably challenging, (laughs) but I've struggled definitely even more recently with not feeling like a good mom or like I'm spending enough time with her because a lot of my time is spent with the business. I mean, even my husband, Nick and my relationship, a lot of it spent talking about the business and it is a struggle. Harmonizing things and finding that balance, I guess, it's definitely, definitely something I struggle with and just giving myself some grace. And I can't be everything to everyone. And there's moments. There's moments where it's going to ebb and flow. I took my kids out for ice cream last night and they're like, whoa, mom, did you have a good day? Because I never (laughs) do that. (laughs) But it was funny because it is. I'm like, I have to be intentional about it because work is easier. Work is it's hard, but it's a little bit more control. For those of you that know me, you know, I have five kids. So you just have that many more dynamics and opinions and obstacles to navigate and schedules. It's intense. Whether you have one, five, or it doesn't matter. It's juggling the business and being a mama is real, especially during summer when, when they're home a little bit more. What is a moment, Lindsay, that you realized you could do anything in your business? There's been a few, honestly, from the, the get-go of, of this, just because we literally built from the ground up, but kind of had to figure it out as we went. There wasn't necessarily a handbook or anything to follow. So even, even the moment we broke ground, it was like, okay, yep, I can do this. Figuring out doing all the interior design and all the different stuff. Yep. Okay. All right. I I can do this. But I think the ultimate test, it had to be the pandemic and keeping things going through that time period as, especially as a new business that had just gotten started and was open for six months. I mean, that was the ultimate test. And I think I still have yet to sit, to settle and to fully, fully recognize how big that was because I was so fight or flight for so long that I think I'm still just getting over what just occurred and things are finally settling. I mean, we've all been through a lot, whether you own a business, not own a business, all the things, but especially as business owners and especially being brand new. And I don't want to use that as a, another thing, but it really was. You don't prepare for that. You don't prepare for anything being a brand new business. You have to expect the unexpected, all of the stuff, which I realized, but that was so beyond what they can ever teach you in school or even what you can be prepared for in real life. I think that was something that I'm still recognizing I can be proud of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if that's even a, you know, the right word for it, because 
it was a lot. And I worked harder during that time. It, a lot of people, you know, would say, Oh, it must be nice to have this time off and all these things. And I'm like, I've worked harder now mm-hmm. while we're closed that I have, you know, well, well open. It was a really, really tough time, but with those come, you know, opportunities too. And I think it was sink or swim. Mm-hmm. This is it. I can empathize with how you feel like you're kind of just still a little, are are we done? Are we done? Mm -hmm. I'm in the same boat. I was working harder than I ever was during the first few months of that pandemic. And when everything shut down, are we going virtual? Are we doing hybrid and all this stuff and navigating that and then navigating the tech and then navigating your team and, and then communication that seemed to change daily. It was just so unnerving, unsettling. And like you said, fight or flight and just kept pushing it out. So now that things are opening up and things are a little bit relaxed and things appear to be done, we still have that little, is it, is it really, it's going to take some time to just kind of settle and then look back and go, Holy Hannah, we made it. We did it and celebrate that. Yeah. And I feel like myself in general, but perhaps like the whole world has yet to see the the repercussions of that. But as business owners, I don't know if traumatizes the right way. It's just, it's, it was a lot. It was really, truly a lot. And getting out of that, I think it's, it's only when, yeah, everything settles that we all kind of will sit back and things will come up, like all the feelings and all the stuff that I feel like I've yet to like look back on and just recognize mm-hmm. just because it was all so crazy looking back and know that at least we've made it this far is pretty awesome. I think, you know, everyone should really be celebrating. It's more proof that we all can do hard things. We can do really hard things. Exactly. You have said some amazing things. I have some great quotes from you. I'm super pumped. Is there anything else that you would love to share with our audience? I think that if people are thinking about starting a business or questioning whether they have what it takes to run a business, Everyone, everyone, everyone is stronger than they give themselves credit. Everyone. And when I decided even the name for Lighthouse, we all have this light inside us. All of us. I don't care who you are, what you do. And it's just giving yourself the space to realize that you're capable of doing anything you set your mind to. And I literally mean that just because I came from such a dark place at one point that Lighthouse is a perfect example that no matter where you are in your life and how much you may be struggling or how bad things may seem, that you have the strength to pick yourself back up and make your dreams come true. And it sounds so cheesy, but it's just the truth. And that's what I hope to bring about at Lighthouse. Yes, it's a yoga studio, but what yoga did for me and what it can do here for you is so much more. It's recognizing that we all have that strength inside and yoga can bring it out. So can some other things, but everyone is capable. You just have to be willing to put in the work. And I think that's the big thing too. You have to be willing to put in the work. Nothing is just handed on this silver platter. No one's going to have the exact steps of how to do this. I mean, a lot of it's just putting yourself out there and throwing some things at the wall and seeing what sticks and being willing to fail and but to try. And eventually one of those things will stick. And eventually you will realize, okay, I can do this. Now on to the next. And you got to try and realize that you do have that strength inside you. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for being part of the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. It was a gift to have you on the show. I know everybody's going to love what you have to say and learning about your business and your story. So I just want to say a genuine thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody, you can connect with Lindsay. What is the best way to connect with you? Is it through Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Instagram at Lighthouse Yoga Fitness is our handle. Yeah. Awesome. Go DM her. If you listen to the podcast, tell her you heard her and love her story. All right, everybody. We will see you same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh. You're still listening. You are such a rebel woman and you have to be part of the tribe. So if you love this podcast, be sure to leave an honest rating and review on your favorite podcast app. And I'll be sure to shout you out on the next episode. Have a great day. Peace.